0: nine of the program. All right, let's get right into it. I was just actually in the group answering a question. Someone wanted to know about why, for example, with the fruit snack in the morning, are we looking for the body to utilize our glycogen stores rather than burn fat? Now, first of all, um, you have to understand it's how the program works in its entirety. So a lot of times I have people come in and they look at this first week and they try to break it down and make sense of it. It's not really about this first week and what we're eating and when and what the Ask is and how we break that down in the most simplistic and generalized way. It's how the whole program over the 91 days works in its entirety. So if you're wondering why do we do this? Why do we do that? My best suggestion for you, rather than have us type and explain the whole 91 day process, is to read over the science behind the program. It's so super fascinating. Um, People like to come in and debunk what we're doing. And I'm not saying that's what people are doing, but we have had people in the past come in. They want to figure out what's this program all about, you know, and they they ask questions or try to pick apart this and pick apart that and try to figure out and understand it. You're not going to be able to do that by just one week. It's really about how all we approach weight loss from a variety of different angles over the whole 91 days where each week we're doing different things. Each week has a different focus beyond what you're eating and when. It's also about the feels, dealing with the issues and associations. So people are coming in trying to figure out why does this work? Why is it different than any other diet? First of all, we don't count, we don't weigh, we don't measure. So that's big. We're all about sustainability, losing your weight in a way that's going to be easy to maintain, not just physically, but mentally. But there is a lot of science behind the program, um, so much so that the Ruth Kane and her team at the University of Ottawa were recently granted shirk funding from the government to actually study the living method and study uh, the process of online learning and the sustainability of the living method. And this is why at the end of the program, we do surveys, we do focus groups. So we really are into the science behind the program because we're out to prove that there's a different way that you can lose weight. Sure, you can count and you can weigh and you can measure and you can starve yourself and deprive yourself. And I think as you get older, you get it. And a big part of our demographic is older. And you know, you can go back to that same old calories in versus calories out, burn that damn fat, and then you just gain it all back Plus four every single time and then many of you as you know how much less can you eat and how much more can you exercise and you can't lose weight in fact that's how i discovered a big part of the Libby method was that i um in my early 20s i was going to university i i didn't have a weight issue when i was younger i was teaching all these aerobics classes i was like hardcore into working out like i'm talking like 18 hardcore thong up your butt aerobic shoes t- like go until you barf kind of class classes and barely eating anything. And my weight just kept going up and up and up. And the more I burned my fat, the more my body felt the need to store the fat. This happens a lot of time with like, um, marathoners and such when they're training, um, you know, it's going to kind of like notice that their weight is coming on when they're just, they're running so often they should be like this big, you know, super skinny at the end of the day for how many calories you're burning. And so I went to my doctor and I was like, there must be something wrong with me because I just keep getting, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger. And I, I've lost pretty much close to 150 pounds when all was said and done. And I went to my doctor and my doctor said, Well, you know, you you're probably eating too much. You need to, you know, count calories and eat less. And I was barely eating. I was like going to the gym in the morning because I worked the morning shift. I would grab a muffin or a scone. That was it. I wouldn't eat all day long. And then I would come home, I would maybe have a salad or like. like. Like I would make like a Mr. Noodle pack and put some veggies in there. Like not like... You know, super healthy, but I knew calories, and my job was helping people lose weight. So I I knew calorie counting. I, I knew how you're supposed to lose weight because I was helping other people lose weight. And then every now and then I would go out for a pizza or whatever. But I was a student. I was like, I had my job at the gym, plus I had another job, plus I was trying to, you know, go through university, so I was high stress. I was pulling a lot of um like late nights, overnighters, and whatnot. And so I was exercising my freaking ass off and barely eating, probably trying to survive on like 600 calories a day. And so then he was like, well, maybe you're not exercising enough. And I was like, I literally, all I do, I teach two, three classes a day. Like that, that can't be it. And then he said to me, well, maybe you're just big boned. And I was like, so I just, my bones grew big over like a year. Like what, like, how do I just get big boned? And now if you saw me now, everyone's like, oh, you're so tiny and your legs are so skinny and all of that. No, apparently I'm big boned. And so that's sort of the long and the short of what set me off to try to figure out why everything I was taught about traditional diets just doesn't work. So I don't like to spend a lot of time trying to like debunk old diets. You can absolutely do a diet that way. But if you're coming in and trying to figure out and dissect it, like it's not on any one week. You have to look at the whole 91 days, like be here at the end, you know what I mean? And reflect back on that or make sure you are reviewing the science post, right? So people come in and they use their big words they want us to explain it and all of that really you're just it's you're overcomplicating the whole process which is why there's an obesity epidemic at the end of the day there are more diets out there than ever and obesity rates keep climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing because really at the end of the day it's not about what you're eating and when it's about working through your issues and associations your habits and your triggers and your beliefs, being able to prioritize in your life when it's so fucking stressful. Do you know what I mean? Being in tune to your body's needs. You can't count and weigh and measure and be outside of yourself to lose your weight in a sustainable way. You gotta, you gotta turn it inwards. You gotta turn up the volume. Do you know what I mean? You have to strengthen that mind-body connection. It's so much bigger than what you're eating and when in that fruit snack and why we're, you know, utilizing our glycogen reserves rather than burning our fat. Do you know what? I mean at the end of the day if you try to focus on that you're not going to get it and if you're here because you truly need to lose weight you need to forget every other diet that you've ever done let go of intermittent fasting let go of the high protein bullshit let go of the low carb low fat do you know what I mean ditch those carbo nib muffins and just get into eating whole foods and be in tune with your body and add a little trust to the program and the process at the end of the day you know um, I want to get into your questions today. Let me find it. Um, so we're rolling into week one. Some some big expectations. We're coming off the hype of prep week. You're so excited. Some of you have already seen movement on that scale. I love it. I'm following you guys over on Instagram. You're tagging, you're sharing all of that. And then some of you are like, what am I doing wrong? Because the scale isn't moving. Heads up, you're not doing anything wrong. I know you don't want to hear it, but it's just so normal for some people not to see any movement on that scale for weeks. And I'll you why. Because we're not trying to lose weight yet. We're not trying to lose weight yet. Right now, we're focused on giving our body what it needs. Now, if you're a returning member, your body no longer needs that fat. So even just following that basic food plan with where your body's at now, do you know what I mean? You're going to see some movement on that scale, right? But it's normal for people who are new to the program to not see any movement on that scale for another few weeks. It doesn't mean things aren't working for you. It doesn't mean that you're not doing the things that you need to do. However, you should see some you should see, start to see and feel some changes happening. So your body changing, feeling a lot less bloated, feeling more energetic, sleeping better, you know, pooping better. Like you should be able to see changes. We're in a massive pursuit of change. Therefore, you should be noticing some changes along the way. But right now in the beginning, depending on how quickly you started making those changes to the food plan, the body can be really reactive. And so any kind of change, even though it's healthy change is still change and change can be stressful on the body. So it could be that your body, especially if your bowel movements are off, if you were regular, now you're constipated, you know, you're having loose bowel movements or your sleep is a little interrupted or your energy levels are a little off, you're feeling a little extra tired. This can be your body just adapting to the change. First of all, eating so often is exhausting, you know what I mean? And you're changing the way that you're eating, so it is change plus mentally what you're taking on, for a lot of you, this is a big freaking deal. You want to lose your weight finally and forever. You've, you've died it for 20 years. You're like, this is everything. This is the last diet probably on the, in on the market that you haven't done. Do you know, at the end of the day, your next step is like taking pills or whatever. So you really need this and you want this to work. So that messes with your head. You're going to bring up things like in your dreams. Some of you are going to start talking about your dreams that you're having. Again, it's meant to bring up all those feels. So all of that is very stressful. And so it can take a while. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, you've, you've gone and you made this change and everything is kind of like exploding. And then you want it to land, like you want it to kind of kind of land and reset and calm down. That's why the more consistent you can be with the changes that you're making right now and following the food plan, the sooner you're going to start to see and feel results, but it's totally normal not to see any movement on that scale for still some time yet. Stick around and be here at the end of the program. That's the most important thing. Um, Where are we? Where are we? Good morning. Drank so much water yesterday, about seven liters and was still thirsty. Took my trace minerals because that's a lot of water. It is. So, so people talk a lot about water on the program and, and it, chances are it's because they drink more than they're used to. So you were told that six to 10 cups of water, that was just basic survival. That's not optimal health. So, to 3.5 is now science. Mayo Clinic, Harvard, Cleveland Clinic, they've all kind of come to an agreement that the average person needs 2.7 to 3.5 just for basic body function. That's for food processing in and out. That's to keep your, you know, your cells hydrated. That's just like on the most minimal minimal level. Now, everyone is a little different. If you are taller and you have, you know, 100 pounds to lose, you're probably going to need more water than that. And if you are shorter and you have less weight to lose, you might need less than that. So everyone is a little different so you want to start with that base 2.7 to three and a half and then you want to adjust from there. Your environment. Do you live? Do you live in the Caribbean? Do you live in a super dry environment? You might need a little bit more. Or if, if it's the winter time, for example, and you got your heat on, all your fireplaces on, like 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 I do. My my environment is so dehydrating, even though I don't live in a warm climate. Do you exercise a lot and you're sweating? So as soon as your sweat hits your skin, you're down about a liter of water, right? So so you use about 500 milliliters of water just for breathing every day. If that gives you any indication of the kind what you need water for, just by breathing, you're going through uh, like a small water bottle full of water each day, right? Do um, you take medications that can be dehydrating? So if you take medications that have a side effect of weight gain, a lot of times it's not some magical ingredient that's causing your body to gain weight. It's that it causes dehydration. And then when you're dehydrated, you tend to crave carbs and sugar. So you're hungrier, so you eat more. So if you take medication that's dehydrating or has a side effect of weight gain, you might need to add a little bit more water. Salty food, more water. Um, uh, alcohol, more water, right? So, so how much water you're drinking should depend on need. It shouldn't just be more, 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 more water. It should be how much water you need. And that's really important. And then on top of that, it, sometimes it's not about drinking more and more and more, especially if it's running through you. So first of all, when you start drinking water more often, you, you know, it's, it's, you'll, you'll find yourself running to the bathroom more often. That'll get better. That'll get better as your body adjusts. But outside of that, you might want to add in some trace minerals. I showed these yesterday. There's a variety of them out there. It's just it's just like seawater and some magnesium um, or add some salt. So what happens when you do um, a diet like this is that you tend to eat a lot less processed foods. You tend not to get enough salt in your diet. As much as we've been told that salt is bad, salt is high blood pressure, salt is this. Now we're finding out it's actually because of high stress and because of other things. Um, you need to get salt in your diet. Diet. And sometimes when people do a program like this, they don't get enough salt in their diet. So making sure you're getting enough salt, you can put some sea salt or some, you know, Himalayan salt, whatever kind of salt in your warm water and lemon in the morning, or just make sure you're salting your foods. But you want to make sure that you are getting that sodium in to help your body stay hydrated, um, on top of electrolytes and whatnot. So which is why the the trace minerals can be a great thing to add in. So you're not drinking more and more and more. Someone yesterday was like, um, "I'm drinking five liters. Is that enough?" And literally, they didn't tell me anything about themselves. So I can't tell you that five liters is enough or too much for you because you haven't told me like how tall you are, how much you exercise, your environment, if you take medications, what you ate and drank last night, right? So, and then every day it's going to change, but I can tell you it is normal. Once, so one of the things that people talk about is they'll say to me, I, I, I went from drinking two cups of water to like 20 cups of water and you know, now I'm thirsty. What gives? What gives? Well, now you're paying attention and listening to your body. It's amazing when you start paying attention and giving your body what it needs, it starts to communicate with you. Your body will tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat eventually. It tells you when you're tired, it tells you when you're thirsty. Just that we have we have learned to ignore these cues, completely disconnect from our bodies. And so it's really easy to reconnect if you just pay attention. So when you start to give your body what it needs, all of a sudden you start to get thirsty when you're drinking enough water. Your body's like, holy shit, she's drinking water? Yeah, man. She- drinking water let's see if she can drink like ask her if she can drink more water so sometimes it freaks people out to the point that they're like I'm so thirsty. Like, well, What do I do? I'm like, chances are you drink more water. Now there are specific and, and very rare health issues um, like Addison's and whatnot that can cause you to be really thirsty because you have an underlying health issue. But chances are you would already have that coming into the program. Drinking more water doesn't cause it. So if you already had an issue with water, which some people do, some people are limited in the amount that they can drink. You probably already know that, right? So for the most part, if you are starting to notice that you You'd get thirsty it's your body saying holy shit she's drinking water this is amazing ask her to drink more do you know and um, the same thing when you're hungry you, we have people freaking out being like i've never eaten this often or this much in my entire life and now i'm hungry what gives yes eat your body's excited you're giving it what it needs it's communicating its needs to you do you know so they, that mind-body connection is a real thing it really is a real thing people talk about it all the time but then when they start to get into tune they're like, what the hell is going on? Um, you know, people talk a lot about intuitive eating out there, which a lot of times is just bullshit because it takes a lot to be in tune to your body's needs, which you'll discover throughout this process. We have people have been doing five, six groups, still trying to get in tune. You know, there's still, there's lots of room for being in tune and strengthening your mind body connection. You know, intuitive eating isn't just as simple as a, how am I going to feel if I eat this? You know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to like have that mind body connection first to even be aware of how you're going to feel when you eat that. But, this is the things that we're going to work on as we move throughout the program, the process, which is super cool. Um, Patty, Patty's back. (laughs) You guys are talking about Patty. Uh, Speaking of people who've been with us for a while, Patty, uh, Patty, (laughs) Patty, we have a lot of amazing members who just bring so much humor and support and just really just make up part of our amazing community. At the end of the day, Patty has been in Facebook jail, um, because of a remark. (laughs) that she made, um, in regards to someone snoring husband, which I thought was hilarious. Facebook, not so much. So I just, what I want to talk about that is not Patty. Um, first of all, welcome back, Patty. But I did want to talk about how sometimes Facebook can be a little sensitive about some of the things. We do not censor things in the, in the group we don't censor stuff we're all about open communication what we do make sure is is that the the conversation is specifically conducive to weight loss we, we we don't get into politics we don't get into whatever and we we really try to make sure that when everyone's coming into the group it's a positive safe space you know they come in they they see positivity they feel support and the conversation is definitely based on weight loss in general sometimes facebook can be a little touchy and and will remove comments and block people usually they'll just put you where you can't comment or say anything. You can usually still access the information. (laughs) It's not us. It's not us. Just so you know, it's not us. So sometimes people come back and like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for what I said. Please don't apologize. It has nothing to do with what you said. It's sometimes Facebook just picks certain words and then they'll, you know, they'll put people in Facebook jail. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook, as much as it, you know, we're really, um, we're really, um, we like, what's this talking about here? We're really, uh, we're really, we're, uh, we love Facebook, but Facebook can be such a jerk sometimes. They're always changing things on us. It can be glitchy as whatever. I'm a dental hygienist and business owner with a very busy dental clinic. Stress has definitely contributed to a big part of my waking. Yeah. So this has been a, a, so I've been running 19 groups. i helping people lose weight for 30 years, and you know, even now we have that little post on stress and sleep, and we're gonna talk more about that. We talk, we have a really great conversation with Dr. Paul that we're going to get into about stress. Uh, and definitely we're going to have Alana McGinn. Um, she's coming back on. She's amazing. We're not going to talk about sleep. But it was really during the pandemic. It was a very defining moment where the conversation on stress was really amplified. And I was running a group. It was 2000. 2000- So the pandemic kind of just hit and I was running a group. Everyone was like doing amazing and you just like awesome vibes and crushing it and whatever. And just, you know, people trying to lose weight for weddings and fit their ass into bikinis and, you know, all this kind of vibe. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and this is when the kids got sent home and, you know, people were like having to work from home and all of a sudden, and it just like, first of all, we lost half the people. And it was interesting because now people had the time. They didn't have the capacity. All of a sudden they were at home. They're like, I have all the time in the world. Why can't I do this? And that's where we started talking about capacity and then stress. And like I've been able to see that stress really accumulate and affect people in real time. And for a lot of people, they keep looking at the food and the food and the food. I'm gonna drink the water and I'm gonna eat the food. I'm gonna do the stuff. And really they need to manage their damn stress at the end of the day. So stress is so is stress affects you so much because it radically depletes your vitamin and mineral reserve. It's like hammers you down. You feel that stress, you feel the weight of the world. And so what can happen is you get hammered hammered by the stress and your body's just like help me like it can barely function like you feel like you're just trying to keep your head about water it's a stress your cortisol levels will be all jacked up you feel like your weight is piling on like you just you're slow your sluggish your energy levels your digestion all that's being affected just by stress and then some people are in denial they're like i'm not stressed i'm not stressed like me i'm like i'm good i'm good i'm not stressed until i'm completely fucking broken down um and so what we're trying to do here is that stress is going to be a massive major focus it's one of the things we talk about with maximizing your efforts for some people you know you can you can eat the food and drink the water whatever, but you've got to manage that stress it can be your ticket to getting that scale to move and so what you want to do is position yourself and do the things that you're using uh, your stress more as a catalyst because your body is up to the challenge. Your body's up to the challenge for helping you stay alive, being as healthy as possible. It's got your back, it's your number one cheerleader. It's there to repair and rebuild and regenerate and rejuvenate. But you have to give the body the resources in order to do that, right? And then position yourself where you're actually helping to manage your stress by getting better sleep, by making sure you're adding in any supplements, omega 3s or whatever you can to kind of help help offset that stress and position yourself. And your body will use that stress kind of like as a challenge. And it'll be like, okay, let's see what you got. You know what I mean? And here, I'm going to make sure that Gina stays alive and well and functions at the most optimal levels, even under stress. The body actually works really well under stress, but it's been hammered so hard that it can't get in front of the stress, right? So stress is a big one. So you can really use stress to your advantage by, you know, taking a few minutes each day as simply as, I'm um, taking a few deep breaths, which I don't do when I do these lives because I get so excited and talk about them. <laughs> taking a few deep breaths for the day, like big belly breaths, can help calm down your vagus nerve, can do wonders for your stress level. So the little things that you can do to offset that stress could be really beneficial when it comes to when it comes to weight and weight loss for sure. Um, anyone good know a good high-protein breakfast, not oats or eggs? Yeah, so there's lots of um, options. I don't know if you're aware. If you're using our app, we have, I think at this point, we have over 60 recipes. We're going to be adding a whole bunch more on the next week or so um, in the breakfast section. There's all sorts of, it's not just eggs and oats. You can have tofu. You can have fish. You can have black beans and avocado. That's one of my, one of my favorites. So there's a lot of great recipes in there. We try to make it as diverse as possible. And again, those are just for inspiration. You don't have to follow those recipes to a T, but kind of get ideas from that. Also, if you missed it, uh, in the group, we now have recipe share pages. We have breakfast, lunch, dinner, vegan, and dressings and sauces. So if you want to head over to those pages and check them out, you'll probably find some great ideas. Breakfast is definitely... Not all about eggs, uh, and oats. That's for sure. There's a lot of great options. There's higher protein cereals. You can do things like higher, you know, protein pancakes. I'm not, I'm more of a fan of whole foods rather than flours. Like the problem with flours and breads and pastas is like they're processed in the sense that they're broken down. So for example, Black. What you get out of black beans is not the same nutrient value as what you would get out of black bean pasta, not even close to the same thing. So really want to think more whole foods, but you do have lots of options in terms of breakfast for sure today I'm taking all my snacks wherever I go hi Angie I need a fanny pack yeah hello first of all I follow Angie on Instagram if you if you are on Instagram um, or, or even Facebook follow the hashtag living losers also some amazing people sharing um, over there um, I loving, I'm loving your food post I'm loving your food post magazine worthy Angie magazine worthy for sure um, I love that to your point those snacks right I said this the other day um, about prioritizing ourselves as we get older um, you know we let everyone and every Everybody else, you know, you go to the top of our list when, you know, when you were, if you have, if you've ever had kids, you would never leave your house without snacks for your kids. Right. So this concept of like bringing snacks with us seems so foreign, but we did it with our kids. We should be doing it with ourselves. And it's really easy, especially with your, with your snacks, like throw an apple in your purse do you know what I mean? Throw some carrot sticks in a baggie. Like, yes, it's great if you add some protein and fat and whatever and kind of punch that up and make it as nutritious as possible. But sometimes carrot sticks are better than nothing. Do you know what I mean? And everyone's like, oh, but those ones and their chlorine and they're washed out and whatever. Yeah, whatever. Buy some organic carrot sticks. Cut them up yourself. Like, Just keep it super simple and easy. Um, you're not going to be eating them every day, but on the go. So throw an apple in a bag, throw some carrot sticks in the bag and throw some nuts and seeds in a bag. Easy peasy done. There's your snacks. Do you know what I mean? Then all you got to worry about is your breakfast and your lunch and your dinner. You don't have to like do gourmet every single time you eat something, <laughs> you know, I know some people do do that and they come up with some really fancy snacks and stuff. You don't have to do that. You know, you could do like carrot sticks and a piece of cheese, um, you know, so get a little cooler, put it in your, you know, put it in your car or, you know, carry it in your bag. There's all sorts of cool things um that you can get on Amazon, little mini cooler bags and stuff. I know because I buy them for my kids' lunches and I think that they're big enough to fit their lunches and they come and they're like this big. <laughs> I'm like, that's cute uh, for snacks. So there are sorts of great products out there. Uh, non-scale victory my husband has been following the program with me and after losing 25 pounds he no longer has sleep apnea and his diabetes levels have dropped to where he no longer needs meds yeah i mean this is what tony and i were talking about this last night which is really exciting because we're we're going to this obesity conference which are like we like so ruth and it's her team It's very separate from us so it's one of those we can't influence what the team at the university of ottawa is doing we're going to go there to support and be there because it's so freaking excited never dreams would we thought um, that Ruth would be presenting she's doing an e-presentation and um, so we're really excited to be there first of all we've got blown away by government funding to begin with that was just like but the living method is really making a difference um in fact we're trending in a way that our program is more effective than any of the new weight loss drugs that are out there they they've come up with one the other day that you know the average loss is 74 pounds in 17 months we blow that out of the water the amount of clinical weight that's lost which is fuck to be clinically um successful has to be five percent in six months we're seeing people see 10 24 percent in three months we're blowing that out of the water and and it's a Really important time right now because the diet industry has gone through this really weird shift where I've- diets don't work body positivity and then i've always like well what's the middle part what about when people want to lose weight they've done all the diets they've eaten less they've exercised more they've done keto they've done this they've done that and all it keeps leading to is getting it all back plus more and so now people are and this is what even one of the conversations we're going to have uh dr sean rice he's a world-renowned plastic surgeon he joins us at the end of the program to talk about skin and we talk about liposuction and tummy tucks and all of that. what people don't realize is that those aren't weight loss options that that, that that's not for weight loss that's like aesthetics and whatnot but you're not going to lose all of your weight by getting liposuction it's just it's not how it works so sometimes people have these things in the back of their mind well i'm just going to get liposuction all off one day or i'll get a tummy tuck one day and really like we all like to bring reality to those plan b's that aren't really realistic and then and then there's this whole weight loss drug thing and i think people have in the back of their mind well i'll just take this drug that costs a thousand dollars a month so what's really interesting is that our program is seemingly more effective than any of these fancy weight loss drugs are coming but more than that to my point is that there's got to be a way that we can capitalize on all the health issues that that people are addressing while they're doing the program more and more of doctors are starting to promote the living method i was just responding to a comment uh yesterday someone went to their doctor and you know so doctors tell you we'll do this do that diet do this diet like they just tell you whatever diets that are out there that you know could work for you you know at the end of the day and and so this is where more and more doctors are starting to promote the living method, but we just don't want to, you know, have obesity rates decline. Like there's, there's losing there's losing, there's getting healthier because you've lost the weight, but that's it. Like, how are you getting healthier by starving and depriving and neglecting and robbing your body of the nutrients that it needs? You're getting healthier because when you reduce the amount of fat in your body, it can reduce inflammation. It can reduce the weight on your joints. In that sense, it makes you healthier, but it doesn't actually actively make you healthier. You're not actually doing anything when you do those diets to actively be proactive about giving your body the resources and the time it needs to actually make real change. And this is the thing about the body. It's constantly repairing and rebuilding and regenerating and rejuvenating. It's just like on the outside, you cut your skin. You don't sit there and you're like, oh my God, is my body going to heal? Is it going to heal? Is it going to heal? No, you just know it's going to heal. The same thing is happening on the inside. And the reason why people's bodies don't change is they don't change anything that they're doing. So I know that there's people coming to the program. I know you're nervous. I know there's people with Crohn's or colitis and you're like, I can't eat nuts. I can't eat this because it's going Trigger well, that's kind of been debunked, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you that. You know what I mean? Like you do what's comfortable for you. There's people coming in with thyroid issues. Like, well, I have thyroid issues. You know, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, well, you just wait and see. So when you see that weight move, and all of a sudden it feels like a fight, you head to your doctor because chances are you've got to get your thyroid meds lowered. You know, there's so many people come in. Well, I'm worried about blood sugar. I'm so worried about that fruit on its own in the morning because I'm pre-diabetic or I have this or I have that. Okay, well, you 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 take your time and you make the choices that you're comfortable changes that you're comfortable with because I wouldn't want you, like, when it comes to something so serious like that, step out of your comfort zone, right? Just work hand in hand with your doctor, but you're going to realize that at the end of this program, that the what you can do in terms of change and addressing health health issues, it's freaking mind blowing. People coming off blood pressure medications, cholesterol medications going free from pre-diabetic into normal range, you know, dropping their thyroid meds. It's like, it's freaking insane. People who have had such bad digestive issues can't leave their house, you know, or all of a sudden able to live a normal life, pooping normally. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty amazing. So that's one of the things I'm really excited about with the living method. It's just, it's far beyond, this is why I don't have patience for people who were in for a quick fix. I just don't, do you know what I mean? I don't have patience for people who pick apart the program on week one. And do you know what I mean? I'm just like sticker, be here at the end. Do you know what I mean? I just don't have patience because this is so much bigger than just a quick fix weight loss program, you know? Hi, Fernanda, good morning. Last night was the first time I caved. I craved snacks. Okay, make sure you check out that, that post on cravings. Did we post that today? I think we're talking about that today, post on cravings. Yeah, it's a cool one, especially your migrating motor complex. So last night was the first time I craved snacks. Realize it was not hunger, it was just my old snack time habits. Love that. I was grumpy on the couch, but didn't cave in. Saw movement on the scale this morning. Overall, I'm down five pounds. Yeah. So that is so huge because one of the signs of detox or your your weight about to drop is if if you are legit hungry or feel hungry heading into the evening, even though you've eaten all your nutrient rich meals all day. What gives? I've eaten all this food. Why am I still hungry? You could be thirsty, which is also sign of detox as well, extra hungry. So try to hold off, try to just have some tea, go to bed. Now it's a little different if you didn't eat, like you skipped dinner because you worked late and now you're hungry. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about literally legit, eat all your meals and snacks, hungry heading into bedtime can be a sign of detox, extra thirsty for sure, right? Also being a little crabby can be a sign of detox too. <laughs> it can be just like if you've ever had your menstrual cycle and PMS, right? You're extra hungry, extra thirsty, your body's retaining water, you feel like kind of like just your weight is going up, you're a little bit crabby. Same kind of thing, same kind of thing, you know. Realize that it was not hunger, just my old snack time habits. Yeah, we talked about that, that residual cravings, that you have a habit of eating, so you get triggered by that routine, which is a great idea to switch up your nighttime routines. Even just the slightest can make a big difference in kind of working through those old habits. Realized it was not hunger, just my old snack time habits. I was grumpy on the couch, didn't cave, saw movement on the scale. This morning, I'm down overall. Five pounds. So that is when we're talking about what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. So if you're new to the program, we're going to talk about journaling or using your app and kind of pay attention to these things. So next time, right? Ding, 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 ding. What is going on? Why am I extra hungry in the evening? Did I eat all my stuff? Yeah. Drink all my water. Yeah. What's going on? A little bit grumpy. Uh, how am I feeling physically? Do you know what I mean? Ding, ding, ding. Pay attention because next time you go through that detox process where the body releases fat, chances are you're going to feel the same way. And this is where you're going to be able to pick up on that. Oh, that's what's going on, you know? Okay. Feeling all the feels this morning, trying not to sabotage because I see a change. Yes. Fear of uh, fail again. Yes. And I feel this is very manageable. Yeah. So this is so huge. I'm not depriving myself of food, just choosing better and healthier foods. This freaking works. Yeah, it, it really does work. <laughs> Which is like my biggest stress. My listen, you have to understand the 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 pressure of helping you know twenty eight, however many people are in the program, thousand people lose weight. It's my name on the program. It's my it's my it's my face on the book. It's my face on the book. And this is why I show up every day. And you'd think my biggest stress would be like, holy shit. Like, this isn't like, wait, there's no face of Weight Watchers. There's no face of Noom. There's no, I mean, Jenny Craig, but you know, she's not around. There's no face of like, there's no face of keto. There's no face of low carb. There's no face of this. There's no face of that. My fucking face is on the book. And so, and this is one thing I've learned when I was working with private clients and living in a very small town that I'd have to see people. I'd have to help them. They pay me good money. I help them lose weight. and I'd have to run into them two years later, five years later, ten years later. I'd have to see them again. Do you know what I mean? So my face is on the book, and so my biggest stress is not can I help thousands of people lose their weight. Is my biggest stress right now is are they going to stick around long enough to realize that this works? Are they going to stick around? Even though their weight's not moving in the beginning, are they going to stick around even though they might get frustrated and want to quit and have a hard time dealing with their fields? Are they going to stick around when they get on those plateaus and can I really, you know, convince them that plateaus are normal and they're needed and they're just part of the process? Like that is what keeps me up at night. It's not, can I help you? Fuck yeah, I can fucking help you. I probably bet my kids on it. I can help you as long as you keep taking the time that it's going to take in order for you to lose the weight and you keep working towards it, you're going to get there because there is zero science that exists to suggest that you can't do it. Zero science to suggest that you can't lose weight. Now there's lots of reasons that it might be a little bit more difficult for you because you have health issues or whatnot, but it's because of those health issues that your body wants this fat gone. Your body doesn't want you to be fat. It doesn't want you to be miserable. It doesn't want you to be unhealthy. It's literally fighting tooth and nail every millisecond of the day to try to keep you alive. Do you know what I mean? And so that's the, my biggest stress in life is not like, is the, does the process work? The program works. Like there's 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 science behind that. There's numbers, there's statistics, there's metrics. There's 160,000 people at this point. The program works. It's just a matter of, are you gonna stick around long enough to realize that it does work, you know? Um, scale has not moved much, but I'm so happy. My tummy is looking less bloated for sure. Yeah, so you should be noticing those changes. I do wanna skip back to um, the sabotage conversation conversation though, Fernanda. So sabotage is real. And so I think there's a couple of things that you can do to not sabotage yourself is recognize, um, People sabotage themselves for so many reasons. Fear of failure. Oh my goodness, what if I do this and then I'm going to get it all back? We're going to make sure that we're going to we're going to tell you everything that you need to know to, to not do that. We got a whole maintenance group if you want to join it. You don't have to, but you don't know what I mean. We're all about, we, want, we don't want you to keep giving us your money. Yes, it's an effective way to continue to lose your weight, which people keep coming back. And I love that. And I love our returning members. But our goal is to have you lose your weight in a way that you literally get to move on for the rest of your life. Some people, they do that in three months. Some people, it takes them three years. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone is a little different, depending on where they're where they're starting from. At the end of the day, but we uh, we had a meeting the other day. Um, you know, everyone whenever we meet with business people, they're always like subscription services, subscription services, subscription services, and I'm like, no. And they're like, you're missing out on millions of dollars. You know, I'm I'm missing out on what taking money out of people's banks, hoping that they don't notice or they can't be bothered to cancel their membership. No, thank you. I want I don't I don't I don't want people here because we've taken money out of their bank account. I want you. fucking here because you're here to lose weight finally and forever. I want you to want to be here at the end of the day. I I don't want to trick you into giving me your money. I don't want you to be like, fuck, well, I paid for it. So I might as well do it. No, screw that. I don't want anyone here who doesn't want to be here at the end of the day. I want to help people who want to reach their finally and forever, you know, so that's where we we are. So sabotage is real. Back to sabotage. I keep getting sidetracked. I'm just so excited about where we're at. Um, each new group is so exciting. Um, sabotage is real. So there's a couple of things you can do. Set your intentions, end of day reflections, take it day by day. And more importantly, turn up the volume on that internal voice. Like if you are nervous about, you know, what's going to happen at the end, then, then buy the book or go ahead and go flip ahead in the app and read through the maintenance guide. Like try to understand maintenance and the conversations that we're having. Do you know what I mean? Um, Fear of success. This is one that's so huge. People get so close to reaching their goal and then they start sabotaging themselves. What if I won't be able to maintain it? Well, or the changes that you're making, right? So you are going to change physically, mentally. You don't just just accomplish life-changing change and not notice it. And that can freak people out because it can change things. You are changing, therefore it changes things. It changes your environments that you're showing up in, changes the energy that you're putting out there. It can change your relationships. With people, for example, you go and you lose your weight, and you used to be the fat happy friend, and now you're not the fat friend anymore. Which means someone in your in your friend group is now the fat friend, and that changes dynamics. And who are you? Do you know what I mean? And maybe you're this person who's gaining confidence. Maybe you used your excess weight as a barrier to protect you from the world. It kept you at a distance of everything, and now you're building confidence, and now you're getting out there. And who are you? And you've made all these changes. Yeah, you're freaking right. I did. worked hard to make the change so it can be scary change can be very scary so for a variety of reasons people like will shrink themselves down in order to fit in and all of a sudden you're the center of attention because you're losing all this weight and that makes people nervous you know um future tripping do you know what i mean where it's kind of holding yourself back whatever that might be but honor the fact that your feelings are real so you really want to turn up the volume on your internal dialogue and recognize it's normal to be scared it's normal to wonder what the heck, how is this, this going to work? What's going to happen at the end, right? It's normal to be frustrated and be so angry at like the fact that it's taken you so long. Do you know what I mean? Is ha- You have to normalize all of the feelings that go along on your weight loss journey. You have to also recognize how your issues and associations attached to food, how you utilize food, you, 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 you use food to manage your emotions, to cope, to show love, which can be confusing. To, to, for people like you have to recognize it's a big part of it your habits are factoring in your triggers you know your you know the fact that you you have you might still crave food after dinner if you have an, if you have a snack every night right you know what I mean but you're gonna have to change that so you can get a better sleep so your body can have a better chance at actually making change you know so you're gonna have to make some changes so you don't have to love this process you can hate it every single day but you've got to keep showing up so that's some big advice is you got to honor those feels, right? I'm struggling staying in line with dinner. So Melissa, I get this. So what are you struggling with? Is it actually the components of your meals? So for dinner, protein, right? Whatever that is, fish, meat, you know, vegan protein, your vegetables, whatever that might be. You can add in some heavier stuff like some sweet potato or, you know, squash, whatever, you know, your leafy greens. Your leafy greens don't have to be a salad every day. You can just incorporate them into your meals, sauteed, you know, spinach or whatever. I'm even just throw some lettuce leaves in your mouth. It doesn't have to be fancy healthy fats you know whatever that might be so definitely go into the recipes definitely go into those share pages or is it that you're not hungry for dinner in the evening which we have that post on hunger is it that that you're hungry after dinner is it the timing of dinner do you know what i mean so when you talk about you're struggling with staying in line with dinner definitely reach out and give us as much information as possible and we can kind of help assess you and give you some tips and give you some advice on how to best manage that you know Because a lot of times people, and I'm not saying this is you, they'll be like, well, this is hard for me. 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 And then what they're not doing is asking for help or kind of elaborating. You're just owning the fact that this is hard. So maybe like you're pissed off about, you know, the fact that losing weight is hard. You've been here before, whatever. So you want to validate those feels. And a lot of times people validate their feels by festering in their funk. So you're just, you're showing up every day. You're pissy about this. Like you're doing it, but reluctantly, which you don't have to love it. But at the same time, you're holding yourself back because you're not actually trying to figure things out right? Well, this is hard. And this is that I don't like this. And I don't like that. Rather than like, how can I, how can I do this? Right? What are some options for that? How can I make this process easier? How can I continue? And that's the kind of energy you want to show. That's see, that's very forward moving energy. And that's what you want to feel is very forward moving energy. You don't want to feel stuck and paralyzed and just kind of like, you know, and festering in your funk. Because when you do bring a lot of feels to the process, we want to validate those feels. So we want to stay stuck in those feels because we're mad. We're angry. We're we're upset, we're all these feels, especially when it comes to dieting about this journey and the changes that we're going to make. I don't want to do this, right? But you have to do it in order to reach your goal. So sometimes kind of festering in our feels keeps us stuck where we're at. So look to be proactive, start a journal, do those end of day, you know, those intentions and then end of day reflections. And I know it can feel monotonous and it's very hard to be consistent day in, day out and for doing it as long as you need to do it, but do it and get it done. Anything you can do. And then recognize you're going to have times where you're crushing it and doing those things. And other times you're eating chips for breakfast and you're like, screw you and your program, Gina, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like totally normal. You got to keep showing up. That's like building the house. You're building a house, this house that you want to live in. You got three months to build a house, right? I've given you, you've signed up, you've bought a plot of land. I'm giving you the tools. Each week we're going to give you the tools. Each week you're going to focus on something different. Right now you're building the foundation of your house. So you're showing up every day with your tools and you're working towards your house. Some days you're super productive and you're really working hard on the house. Other days you're just like whatever, you know, taking breaks on your phone, you know, not you're not just motivated. You're there, but you're not really doing much. Then sometimes you completely take time off. You maybe go on a road trip for the weekend. Maybe you go on a vacation. Maybe you get sick so you can't show up and build your house. Do you know what I mean? That's normal when you come back to building your house, you don't knock it down because you were sick. You don't knock it down because you didn't have a perfect weekend. You didn't knock it down because you went away on vacation. You didn't knock it down because you were dealing with life. You don't knock it down and start again. You just, you pick your tools back up and you get back to building your house. So this process is very similar to that. Think of building your house every day you're showing up and you're working on yourself. And at the end of this next three months, you want a nice, beautiful house to live in. Do you know what I mean? And your attention to detail, the more things that you can do to show up, the bigger, the b- more beautiful house you're going to have to live in. So what kind of house do you want to be living in at the end? You know, and then recognize you're going to have days where you're showing up and you're able to do all the work and some days where you just can't. And that's normal. You know, that's normal. Um, Hello from Calgary. Um, we were just going through some numbers the other day and people listening to our podcast in 131 countries. What? my goodness group over groups our last group we were in 55 countries it'll be interesting to see how many countries there are in this time but uh people listening to our podcast um uh, for 131 countries, how crazy is that? Struggling with inflammation. I read that turmeric and bee pollen could be helpful. Any other suggestions? Yeah, so inflammation is real. Um, it's a real buzzword these days. Um, we're going to talk about four reasons why your weight can be slower to move. Not that you won't be able to move your weight or it's impossible, but four reasons like hormones, what to do about that, because they're not going to stop you from losing your weight. Um, and infl- digestive issues, that's another one. Food sensitivities, digestive. Again, not going to stop you from reaching reaching your goal. weight. But inflammation is another one. And so we're going to talk uh, to Dr. Paul about inflammation. Um, in fact, turmeric. So we have two sets of supplement lists. So one is the most basic that it can be a little bit more make or break with people's weight loss journeys. Like if you're deficient in vitamin D, you're deficient in magnesium, it just, it prevents your body from working at the most basic levels. And then we have a secondary list It's sort of like later on in the program. Now that your body's working at more optimal levels, what are some added things that you can add in? So turmeric um, or curcumin, you want to call it is on the list of that. And there is some science behind that that suggests that it can be beneficial beneficial now the program itself is going to help with decreasing inflammation obviously the food choices that you're making that you know managing your stress which can set off inflammation getting good sleep which helps your body repair and rebuild and more importantly giving your body time to consistently make change is going to make a big difference when it comes to inflammation in your body one of the big secret sauces behind the program is not you know what you we're eating and when or not bringing up the feels is the time it's it's putting in the amount of time that the body actually needs in order to make change even when you're dropping weight in those plateaus your body needs time to adjust to the weight that you're losing so you need plateaus you want plateaus every time you're on a plateau that's your body making your new weight your new norm it's adjusting to the weight that you've lost and you want that and you need that so that the body doesn't feel inclined to gain that weight all back plus more every single time you know um i gotta get going i'm way over time i again every morning i sit here and i'm like i'm gonna stick to a half hour and i can hear sonia she's like we got meetings we got things to do we got stuff scheduled we gotta hurry up i know she's watching right now and listening and being like yes gina time to go time to go um i just get so excited getting blood test tomorrow to uh get a full lipid panel to check my cholesterol and associated values so great idea um, if you work hand in hand with your doctor, especially if you have health issues, or if not, if you haven't gotten a physical in a while, um, you haven't checked in with your doctor in a while, it's great to get a good baseline and see where you are at. I know some of you are so nervous. You don't want to go to the doctor. You don't want to see what's going on. Um, if your doctor is up to it, it's a great idea just to get a basic pla- um, blood panel done to, to figure out where you are at um, and you know to be able to compare those results at the end, especially if you do have any health issues, can be such a great idea. Honestly, you, I know going to the doctor can be so nerve wracking for people and you've been there there and they told you lose weight and whatever and you want to wait until you've lost all this weight to go see your doctor but go see your doctors have a conversation with them let them know what you're doing you know like when we talk about supplements you know have a conversation with them about the supplements what do you do do you feel like any of these would be best for me maybe they'll be like let's test your vitamin d and c you know what i mean let's d and c (laughs) that's funny Test your vitamin D and C. I digress. Um, I got to get going. I got to get going. I got to get going. Let me scroll down and see if there's any questions. I got to go grocery shopping today. I have a hard time eating so many vegetables. So you don't have to have a huge, like what about, what's so hard about it? right? So this is such a load. This is what I mean by, I got to go grocery shopping today. I have a hard time eating a lot of vegetables. What fitting them in time wise, digestion wise, you get bloated afterwards in in which it's not, it's not like stop eating the vegetables. It's maybe adding some digestive bitters. Is it, do you know what I mean? It's like, you don't like vegetables. Like, what is it? Like, help us help you. Like, this is what I mean by, this is what I mean by setting yourself up to fail. I'm not saying that you're doing this. I'm not nitpicking. I'm very generalizing right now. I'm going to grocery shopping. I'm having a hard time. um, You know, uh, I'm having a hard time with the vegetables with so many I'm mean, having a hard time eating so many vegetables so that's sort of like so that this is an excuse so that a week from now two weeks from now you can give up because ah this is so many vegetables have a hard time with vegetables define it what's the problem with it you don't need a huge variety of them is it that you're eating them raw because you can always have them cooked is it that you just don't have time which you're going to have to prioritize and make time for yourself how you're eating now is not how you're going to eat at the end this is not a lifestyle this is not a lifestyle you're it's not normal to eat five six times a day it's not normal there's a rhyme and a reason to it which you're going to see how it all comes together, but this is not how you're going to eat forever. So it's a means to an end. You're going to Other diets, you starve yourself. You deprive yourself. You neglect yourself. You rob yourself of nutrients. This program, you have to eat nutrient-rich vegetables. You know what I mean? So what is it that you're having a hard time with? Is it timing? Set alarmers. Do you keep forgetting? Is it the raw vegetables? Cook them. Steam them. Do you know what I mean? Is it that you don't have time to prepare them? Buy a bag of carrots. Buy a bag of carrots and the pre-cut up cheese. Do you know what I mean? Like what is it that you're having a hard time with and then figuring it out where it's just simply at the end of the day, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, the program is really easy to follow and it's really easy to make excuses. And again, I'm generalizing, not talking to any one person. I appreciate every single comment. Anytime anyone makes a comment, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not criticizing. I'm just using it as a talking point. Um, really important to understand that some of you are just going to straight up use excuses and you're not going to make it to the end you're not going to follow through, not because the program won't work for you, it's because you won't show, you won't keep showing up. You'll you'll find you'll find so many excuses rather than there being a will and a way. And and I want this to be easy for you. You know, I also want it to be effective for you. And the program works. Like we just taught, tried, true, tested, all of that. This is your opportunity at finding forever weight. It doesn't matter your excuse. It's the healthiest way to lose weight on the planet. It's the most effective comprehensive program on the planet. It's looking like, which we're out to prove at the end of the day. But some of you straight up aren't going to make it. So. Here Here's what, before I leave today, Ask yourself how you're showing up for yourself. Ask yourself what kind of attitude you have, what kind of energy you're showing up with. And I don't mean like energy, like energy raw, raw. I mean like legit. What kind of kind of what are you putting into this process? Are you making excuses every day? Are you festering in your funk? Like what is it? You have all these resources, all these people wanting to help you. You have to help us help you. You have to help yourself. You're the only one who's going to show up and do this for you. Do I believe without a shadow of a doubt that you can lose weight doing my program? Absolutely. Do I believe that you are capable of doing it? No, I'm not. I hope that you are. I will do everything we can to support you to make sure that you are here at the end. But some of you are just going to quit on yourselves. And then here's what I'm going to leave you with. And then what? If you're finding that this diet is more complicated than you've ever done, good, it needs to be. If you're finding that it's different than anything you've ever done, good, it needs to be. If it makes you step out of your comfort zone, great, because chances are you have to make changes. Do you know what I mean? So try to frame it in a way for you to understand what you need to do so you can keep showing up and keep doing the things you need to do in order to be here at the end. But just something to think about. Something to think about, because this is where we like to get into the real conversation. I gotta go, I'm procrastinating. Have an amazing day everyone and I'll check in later. Bye.